Welcome to the Strategic Planning Podcast with financial coach Mike Flanders. With more than 40 years of experience in the financial services industry, Mike knows the X's and O's that'll help you achieve your financial goals. It's time for the Strategic Planning Podcast. Back for another edition of Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders and myself talk about getting it right the first time. We've got a, a few things here that have some irreversible financial decisions. Uh, technically, it's a little misnomer. There's usually a little bit of finagling that can be done to some of these. But the point being, we want to get this stuff right the first time because undoing these, uh, if possible, is certainly a hassle and not something we really want to do. So why not get it right the first time in retirement? That is the topic this week on the podcast. Mike, buddy, what's going on? How are you? Well, tonight I'm going to be attending a sportsman's banquet at my church. I'm looking forward to it. I've not been to this before. They do it every year. And uh, when you said getting it right made me think uh, the first time, you know, made Mm -hmm. me think about this. What they do at this thing is they have all kinds of wild game that they've cooked Mm -hmm. for you to uh, taste. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. there is... I mean, there's all kind of they, they've had in the past, uh, and, and that's this might sound horrible. And if you're a vegetarian, sorry about that. But kangaroo, oh, ostrich, wow. um, al- you know, the typical alligator, snake, and and so right. forth. I mean, but they've had all kind of very exotic uh, animals. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's been cooked, and so I'm, I'm I want to get it right the first time tonight. I don't want to put anything in my mouth that might make me uh, lose it. <laughs> <laughs> might make you nervous. So. Yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's funny. Uh, you know, we won't go down that path too much since there's people have such strong opinions on stuff. But as I age, yeah, right. uh, it's definitely harder and harder to eat certain things. And, and uh, you know, I definitely yep. don't, you know, especially, as the old saying goes, never name it because that's the worst. I can't do it at that point. Yeah. I think my son has always said, if the the thing on my plate looks like the animal, I'm not interested. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we've got quite a bit of, we got a little bit of land here and I've always, you know, was thinking about getting chickens and goats and stuff and yeah. people are like, Oh, okay. You got to use them, you know, use them for, you know, meat. And so, and I'm like, nah, nah. And if I wind up getting them, I said, the problem will be, they'll become a pet and then they'll just be That's something right. else for me to feed. Cause there's no way I can do that. So yeah, my daughter, they just picked up six more chickens. They've been raising chickens for to do eggs, not to I eat. I could do the I could do the eggs, but I couldn't kill the chickens. Right. Yeah. Right. Once they became my pet. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Yeah. That's right. So no, I'm with <laughs> you. Get it let's get it right the first time. If you know you can if you know you're a big softy like me, don't don't have a lot of fun. Don't animals. do it. That's yeah, right. That's not a good idea. <laughs> uh all right. So Mike, I got a couple things here where uh, it's right. it's sticky widgets to undo it if you don't do it right the first time, or maybe impossible. So uh, let's mm. let's talk about them. First one, social security. Turning it on at 62. Okay, that's always the question. That's the big debate. If you're turning it on at 62 because you truly need the money, then Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that decision. Mm -hmm. If you're turning it on for reasons like the government owes me or it's running out of money and I just want it, and then you go, oops, I should have waited because I cost myself money. Well, yeah, sorry. That kind of thinking, yeah, that, that kind of thinking is is based on emotion. It's yeah. not based on uh, you know an objective need right. or something yeah. that you've calculated that this is the appropriate thing to do. Mm-hmm. And, and, so and fundamentally, you you're too late, right? Like once you once you turn yeah. it on, you're kind of stuck. We're going to explain right. the caveat, but for the most part, you're stuck. Right, and and so whenever you make a decision based on an emotion like that, it a lot of times can be wrong, uh, you know, because emotion can drive us in the wrong direction. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, there are times when turning it on. At, I, I've recommended to certain people that mm-hmm. turning it on at sixty-two for this particular person is a good move to make. 
And uh, then at other times, uh, I'm not. And and in fact, I've run across people that have turned it on at 62. They haven't gotten it for a year yet. It wasn't a good idea. And we've turned it off and paid it back. Uh, and you that's can the do caveat. that within a year of starting. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. So you have, what, 12 months. If you regret the decision, months. you can you can undo it. But you have mm-hmm. to pay that money back. Right. right. Without so, interest, you don't have to pay any interest. Right. So but you, you can't know, make you, payments on it, right? You got to give it all back. You got to right? lump sum it. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's not fun, right? For many right. people. So, right. again, let's just get it right the first time. And I think what happens, Mike, for Social Security is many people wind up putting it on this sidebar, right? It's like, Mike, I have all this stuff. Here's what I've collected in life for retirement. Oh, and I have Social Security. And mm-hmm. really, that shouldn't be the, the viewpoint. All of these things, you got to think about how they're working together. Yeah, um, how they coordinate. Tax part, yeah. you know, the tax efficiencies of things and so on and so forth. Exactly. Yeah. So just, you know, doing the turning it on just because you feel like the government owes you or you think it's going to crash, usually not the best idea. So definitely. Have yeah. And, and, you know, like you just mentioned about the tax aspect of it, mm-hmm. you think about this and, and it, it's actually two parts to this. If you do turn it on before your full retirement age has been reached, which, you know, for people retiring, or I shouldn't say retiring, but people reach are, are reaching their full retirement age right now, they're in their 66 range. Uh, you know, 67 uh, is is the oldest age at which you reach full retirement age. And that's for people, I mm-hmm. think, in 1962 and later uh, is their birth dates. But at any rate, if you, t- if you do turn Social Security on before you reach full retirement age, and you continue to work, if you make over, it's just under $20,000 a yeah. year, uh, you start losing that Social Security benefit. Yeah, it's a two if, for one, right? Yep. A dollar for every $2 you make over that twenty, approximately $20,000 yeah. limit. Yeah. So that's one thing. But then the other thing is, is if you are continuing to work, you're still in probably your best earning years and your tax bracket is probably the highest. And this is going to get pushed, push you up there because you do get taxed on a portion of your Social Security depending on what your total income is. In yeah, conjunction can be up with to eighty-five percent. Yeah, uh, up to eighty-five percent can be included in taxable income, yeah. and you know where you got the Social Security benefit in the first place is right. Mm. It came from you paying taxes. Taxes, yeah. And so now you get to pay taxes on your taxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and make <laughs> sure you're silly great thing. All right. And make sure you heard us right, folks, here. Not an 85% bracket. It's just up no. to 85% of the income. So, of had, the income. Yeah, it's we've included. had people, yeah, sometimes right. go, what? You know, so, yeah, no. Yeah, that's a good clarification. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and, and there is other strategies involved with Social Security, too, right, Mike? I know that oh, yeah. uh, you could do something like if you got to full retirement age and then you decided to suspend it, right? You could suspend it. And then allow it to grow, to, but you had to wait till seventy, right, the, to turn it back right. on, right? So there's some different. Well, things. you don't have to wait till seventy, but that's the longest. That's the longest, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's some different things you can do in there, but again, ideally, let's just get this right the first time by having mm-hmm. a good plan in place and knowing exactly how for you and your spouse, if you're married, uh, the ideal time to kind of turn that on and the strategy of maybe one person goes early, one person goes late, whatever mm-hmm. that looks like. So let's get it right the first. Yeah, time. there's all kind of uh, t- tools that you can. Uh, Examine what does that look like for you, and, and um, you know we we do that all the time for yep. people how to figure out when's the best time to elect your Social Security benefits. Okay, let's move on to number two: uh, the electing the spousal benefit options on your pension, or just the selection of how you do the pension period. Now, this one, unlike Social Security, Mike, there is no redo. Once you sign it, do it. You're stuck, right? That's correct. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, you know, when, when you're looking at retiring, if you are one of the fortunate uh, few remaining that have a pension benefit that they've accrued, 
if you don't take a lump sum, which that sometimes is an option, but you're going to take the monthly income because that fits better with your circumstances, then you do typically have the uh, default uh, position is a joint and survivor annuity or a joint and survivor pension payout. That's what a pension is. It's an annuity. It's a, a stream of income that you typically cannot outlive. There are options where you could, um, but anyway. The pension basically then would say, if you're taking the joint survivor option is, it will pay me as long as I'm living, but the person that I have as my joint annuitant or joint pensioner in this case, mm-hmm. um, if I die first, then they will continue to get all or some of that benefit, just depending on which option I selected among those survivor options. But yeah, you're right. If if you if you said, well, you know what, there, there's a reduction in the amount of money that we're going to get if I do have that survivorship option. But if I just take one that's going to pay me for as long as I live and then it's over, the income's higher. In some cases, it's much higher. In some cases, it's not that much higher. It's right. something you need to be careful when you're looking at it and really think about what what you're you're looking at as as a, an outcome. And you know, you you consider. What's the likely scenario for who goes first in terms of dying and what's the need for that survivor from other sources? You know, because if you're getting Social Security benefits and both of you are getting it either Mm -hmm. on your own earnings record or one on their earnings record, the other as a spousal benefit, one of the lower one goes away at the first person to pass. And so, you know, you, you start con- considering all this stuff and then what you have accumulated otherwise that can help you in retirement. And and it's it's a decision you need to be careful about because like you said when you started this mark, you elect this option either straight life pension or uh, a survivor option on it. You can't go back and do a redo when, you know, say your spouse uh dies first and yeah. you're the pensioner. You can't go back and say, "Well, hey, I want that higher benefit because yeah, I didn't or, know or that even was a year, happen. yeah, even a year later, if you just changed your mind because you That's did the right. math wrong or whatever." I mean, most of the times, though, it's maybe thirty, sixty days is about it when you first or you have like thirty, sixty days when it's first offered when you're first getting it mm-hmm. put together. But that's yeah, to usually about decision, it, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's get it right the first time. Advice. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely get some advice and see how it's going to play into your strategy to your plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, life insurance. Now, look, life insurance is going to get more expensive as we age, right? We know this. Right. Technically, somebody's mm-hmm. out there saying, hey, I could just cancel and restart whenever, so I'm not really locked in or it's irreversible. But as you age, not only does the expense come, but so does the likelihood of some sort of diagnosis, which then could then render you uninsurable. Uninsurable. So yes. that's another thing to ponder. So getting it right the first time in that respect with life insurance, Mike, might be just, hey, the sooner we can, the sooner we can work with an advisor, find out what we may need and let's get it going. Yeah. And, you know, you said work with an advisor and, you know, the the reason you do that is you look at what's going to be not only the need right now, but what's the need going to be 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years from now. Right. Or life insurance. Sometimes life insurance is uh, sold. I want to put it that way. Uh, it's sold in a way that's going to be still protecting you when you don't need it, it anymore. And you end up paying maybe more than you need to for it. And it eliminate or it doesn't eliminate, but it reduces your capability to right. save money to replace the need for the life insurance later on. Sometimes that happens. But then again, sometimes there's need for life insurance for a longer period of time than what you might anticipate. Mm-hmm. It just takes looking at 
what's your plan? Where do you want to go with this? And then buying it in a way that that's going to meet your need throughout your life. And yep. that may be going away at some point because you've accumulated the money that the life insurance was intended to provide before you had a chance to accumulate the money. So okay. yeah, a lot of definitely. different things to consider there. Definitely a lot of things to consider there for sure. So uh, last one, Mike, is going to be setting the retirement date. Now for this one, again, you could certainly change it, but I want folks to think about it this way. Um, you know, you've, you've decided on a retirement date. You put in mm-hmm. at work, right? You're, you're giving your notice. You've put in all the paperwork to get the things, the, the you know, whatever, you know, monies or accounts that they're due to you, whatever the case might be. And then because you didn't have a plan, because you didn't have a strategy, you weren't exactly sure what you needed, you know, a little bit of time goes by and you realize you have to go back to work, not because you want to, but because you have to. What is the likelihood of you getting the same job, same benefits, same pay? Mm-hmm. Same, right? It's virtually zero. You know, even yeah, in this environment, yeah, even in this environment right now where companies are really looking for qualified people due to the COVID work shortage can still continuing to still go on, the reality is it's going to be pretty darn hard. So if you've decided on a time for retirement and you're not working with a professional to understand if you're going to be in good, you know, good shape when you do walk away, please do that because it's kind of irreversible. Yeah, I was just meeting with some folks yesterday, kind of had a target date that they were looking at as a possibility for one of them to retire. And, um, you know, as they've, and, and it's close, it's coming up this next year. And uh, as they're coming up to it, they, you know, because they have a plan in place and they have, uh, you know, an outline of where they're going, they know, they know the track that they want to be on and they're tracking, but then some other things have entered into their life that, weren't anticipated, you know, some family situations and, and other things like that. And so, you know, they're able to then make a decision of not, well, I said I was going out on such and such a date and I'm going out no matter what's going on. Yeah. They, they were able to step back from that and right. say, okay, we need to probably delay this by a certain amount of time. And, and because we know where we're headed, uh, and we can look at the impacts of doing that. Eh, we can we can do this a little easier. And it's not just a uh, you know I made the the decision and it's irreversible. I'm not gonna or I'm not gonna do. I don't want to look like I made a mistake or what right, have you. Right. you know, again, you're getting the emotion out of it. Yeah, as much as it's possible. As much as possible, right? And that's why yeah. you know again you could always go back to work. Sure, if you had to, sure. but why not get it right the first time? Mm-hmm. And that way, if you are in good financial shape, and then you just choose to go back to work, right? Then cool. Versus having to you know jump through a bunch of hoops and realize now you've got to take a job that is not paying you what you used to make, and you could have kind of solved all that problem by either not quitting just yet mm-hmm. or working with a professional to make sure that your retirement plan and strategy is sound. And that's what Mike's doing and does for people you know day in, day out for the last 40 years. So if you need some help, as always, reach out to him. Check out the podcast, Strategic Planning. Just type that into whatever podcasting app you like to use, like Apple, for example, mm-hmm. or Spotify. Just type in Strategic Planning, and that'll pop up. Or you could just stop by his website and find all the good tools, tips, and resources at spcinvesting.com. That is spcinvesting.com. And you can also get on Mike's calendar that way as well. Mike, my friend, thanks for hanging out. I always appreciate you. It is good. And thank you so much, Mark. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. And we'll see you here in a couple of weeks. This was our uh, early October episode. So it's nice, cool out, good time of the year. So I hope everybody enjoys. And Mike and I will be back a little bit later here in October. We'll catch you next time on Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders.
information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.